Hey, 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 you're with Rima McQueen, she's a fucking vibe. I hope you guys are having a fucking cool week, man. I hope you had a great, great, great week. Alright, let's fucking get straight in and start looking at um, a topic I wanted to cover a little while ago, but all this other stuff came through and I was like, well, we have to talk about this other stuff because this stuff is fucking gold, like we've got to talk about it. So we're back on track and this month... This month what we're looking at is, if you give me a second, we're looking at unpacking. Unpacking your shit. I know, gross, right? No one wants to go back to their past and unpack their shit. But unfortunately, on the way to moving forward, we've kind of got to go back. We've got to go back and we've got to see what the fuck happened, what went wrong, and work out how we can make a plan to heal, move forward, and grow right so it's an unnecessary evil that has to happen and a lot of people just going well I just don't fucking think about it I just move forward I promise you in this healing journey it is going to pop up so why don't we take control of how that emerges how your past shit emerges all right so when you are in this space of unpacking old shit it gets really really chaotic really quickly and it can get very messy very ugly and very overwhelming fuck overwhelming and in this space when we are unpacking and we are doing all of that it's really important and I have pumped it into everybody as much as I fucking can those boundaries need to be in play Because we're in this vulnerable space and we're celebrating the vulnerability, but we are vulnerable. And while we're unpacking the past, we need to put boundaries up. So for me, when I was unpacking the past and I was sort of unpacking um, stuff to do with, say, my mum, right? There had to be boundaries with her because I couldn't have my mum in my face a lot while I was unpacking because that wasn't healthy. Because if she, now my mum's never been one to just pop in whenever she feels like it anyway. She's never been one to just call 17 times a day. So it it was never a big deal. I didn't have to really put boundaries up. But they were there and I didn't answer a lot of her phone calls when I was unpacking. Because I had to control that space. And the reason I had to control that space is because I didn't want to further damage that relationship when I'm trying to heal it. Okay, so if I'm unpacking and I'm looking at shitty stuff that I don't want to be fucking looking at that was really painful, really traumatic, and then answering her call, I was going to tear her face right from her body. I'm telling you right now, I would have, and there would have been a couple of times I did that. There would have, I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie to you, there would have been a couple of times she copped it right in the ass. And (laughs) that's okay, you know, that's okay, that's human. But while you're unpacking, you know, give yourself the opportunity to have the space you need to be in your feelings and to process things in your mind without other people's opinions. Because other people will come in and they'll say, oh, it's the past, get over it. Oh, move on. No. This whole, it's the past, move on. So I can do whatever the fuck I want to do to you right now and in five minutes it's going to be okay. Oh, it's the past, move on. Fuck that. And this is the thing. This fucking mentality is what's fucking people up. Oh, it's the past, get over it. If it still fucking hurts you now, it's not the past, get over it. Get fucked. Get royally fucked. You can't just sit there and keep pushing shit back 
and not dealing with it. Because eventually that mountain of shit you've built behind you is going to fall on your head and fuck up your life, not theirs, yours. So to sit there with this bullshit attitude of, oh, it's the past. No, if it still fucking hurts you now and you haven't dealt with it, it is not the past. It is absolutely the fucking present. What happened, the event was past, but the feelings are present. The emotions behind it are present. They're right now. They're right now. People say that because they don't want to deal with the uncomfortable parts. Yeah? People don't want to deal with the fact that they hurt you or that they they were a part of that painful experience so they want you to push it in the past because they want to bury it in the past. Fuck that. I'm telling you right now, fuck that. If you are upset, if you are hurt, if you are angry, if you are having a moment and, and you're dealing with trauma that, you know, has been really, really hard for you and you don't want the people in your life that created that trauma right now, don't fucking do it. It doesn't mean that you'll never have them in your life. It just means right now you are trying to process the enormous amount of pain that they have caused you and you don't want to fucking look at them. This doesn't make you a bad person. Bearing shit is not how you move out of a rageful, angry space. Fucking looking at it head on is how you move through it. But people will rush you. They will rush you. Because they want things their way. And the problem with people that do that is they're not looking at their own shit. They're too busy fucking investing in everybody else's shit. Because it's, it's this band-aid fucking mentality where we just put a band-aid on it. And it'll go away. We just keep band-aiding everything. And that's okay if you want to go around and band-aid your whole life. But fuck man, eventually the band-aid comes off. And then what? Put another band-aid on? we're just going to keep putting them on one after the other after the other until you've got band-aid six inches thick hanging off your body it doesn't work that way it is not healthy a lot of this shit comes from a space of oh this makes me uncomfortable oh let me quickly fix this scenario that's happening in our family right now no 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 if you have gone out and you have created pain in someone else and they don't want to fucking look at you right now then back off back off give them space and if this is happening with you tell people back off give me space I can't fucking deal with you right now because I'm busy dealing with me you have to be your priority you have to be not their fucking feelings not they want to hurry up this process because they've decided that oh no they're sorry now no 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 this is on your time so don't put up with it. Do not put up with people's shit. It's the, they're not fucking worth it. I'm sorry, they're not. Anyone that's going to rush this process is not on your side. They've got a lot to work through. You can't just sit there and say, oh, well, I'm going to hurry up and get over this because it makes you feel better and then respect that person at the end. However long it takes you is however long it takes you. And when it comes to the other person that's hurt you, they need some time. They don't realise it, but they need some time for some reflection and growth over here. They need some time to sit with their shit, what they've done. And if they're fighting that, that's because they don't want to look at it, because then they realise that they did some mongrel things. 
And that's on them. The thing is, is when people are rushing you to get the fuck over something, what they're doing is saying, your feelings don't matter, your shit doesn't matter, fuck you, we are more concerned with making sure that the perpetrator or the person that's hurt you is okay. No, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. You are in control, full control with who the fuck is in your life. And if people are constantly showing you that when they're in your life, all they're going to do is create pain and misery and rejection and be an asshole, then see you later. I'm not saying never bring them back in. I'm saying make sure that you want them there. Make sure that you are ready. Make sure that you have processed and dealt with what you need to process and deal with. Do not be rushed by other people or the person that's hurt you. The thing is, is we may never create awareness in this other person that they're dickheads. And it's not your job to create that awareness in them. It's their job to have a realisation that they've been a fucking asshole. Not your job. And if you bring them back in, you're bringing them in at least fully aware that the person in your life right now is a fucking asshole, is a dickhead. And so you know how to monitor that and you know how to have them in your life with boundaries and you know the importance of having strong boundaries with them is. Because some people just don't change. And you can still love them and you can still have them around, but you've got to have them around on your terms, not theirs. It's just how it is. This is how we prevent ourselves getting angry again. If you go out there and you have someone that has ripped your fucking heart out, stomped all over it, and then you get rid of them and you bring them back in five minutes later because they're crying, because they said they miss you, and then they stomp all over your heart again, well that's just self-sabotage, you've just done that to yourself. You've taken no time to heal. And then you sit there and you beat yourself up. What a fucking idiot. What did I let that happen for? I did this to myself. Yeah, you did it to yourself. But you can undo it. You can totally undo it. Life is short. It is fleeting. Don't fucking waste yours fucking dealing with other people's emotional bullshit and putting band-aids on their shit to make them feel better. To make them feel like better people. You can't, you don't get to decide if someone's a good person or not. They decide. They decide by their actions. By their behaviours. The one thing the ego will do is it will have people work their asses off to build empires on fucking, with matchsticks because they have fucking clawed their way in ugly ways to the top. Stomped on people, hurt people, neglected people, being assholes to people because getting to the top is all that fucking matters because their worth comes down to what they have not who they are and we all know people like that watch the empire fall you pull one matchstick and the whole fucking thing's on the ground because it wasn't built out of a desire to do better it wasn't built for any other reason but to turn around and show the world Look at me, I'm fucking cool. And when that matchstick gets pulled and everything comes down and they start scrambling around going, oh, hang on everyone, I pissed off and fucked off, come back, come back. They know where to, no, they know where to be seen. 
if you want to build success in a healthy way, you can do that by having boundaries and maintaining relationships. And, you know, doing it the right way. It might take you 15 years more to get to the top, but at least when you get there, you'll stay there. At least when you get there, everybody you love and want around you is still there. That's so important. Because we've always got to constantly think about the future. And when I say the future, I don't think about, oh, how many houses are we going to own in the future? How many cars are we going to own in the future? What's all these physical things that we're going to have in the future? And I'm not saying don't ever think about that because they are part of goals and building and all those sorts of things, right? That's what that's a part of. But it's about thinking about your actions and how they're going to affect things in the future because there are some things that are absolutely coming for sure, definitely, you know this, but if you don't look at it, you could miss out on some shit. People that live in the moment are amazing, I live in the moment, but you've got to be able to live in the moment and plan for the future and balance the two, all whilst healing the past, the trifecta. Does it leave you tired and exhausted? Of course it does. But in this space where we're unpacking, all our shit and looking at it, this is how we have to balance it. We have to balance the past, the present and the future. We have to live in the now and just accept what is now. These are the emotions we're having now. And then we have to deal with the past and look at, okay, there's some ugly shit back here I need to take a look at and I need to fucking work through and make a plan on working through those past things, right? So whether it's utilising... Uh, mental health services or however going the spiritual route whatever it is whatever you're doing to work through that or if you're just journaling going to the beach and meditating and living your best life talking to friends whatever but then we've also got a plan for the future and when I look at the future my future is based around what can I do to make sure my family in the future are okay I'm always thinking about I've got children now and I started thinking this way when they hit their teens I'm about, you know, when they started in their teens, I'm like, oh, the clock is ticking. We are going to have a new generation coming through soon. We will have a new generation coming in. And there's this huge responsibility that comes with that. Cleaning up the mess of the past so that they can come into this world without all this bullshit trauma around them. And then building something that's for them building something that's for my children and for my mokopuna, for my grandchildren. That is what we're working on. And it's not all physical things. It's all, can we break this generational rage and anger that's come through? You can't buy that. And it takes a lot of fucking work. But if I can be a part of breaking it, if I can stop that from happening so that my baby's coming forward and their babies don't have this fucking shitty narrative and this bullshit rage that's not theirs so that they can enjoy a higher quality of life, I'll do that. See, I've never been a parent that handballs my kids anything. They work for it. They work for it. It's like they say, give a man a fish, you'll feed him for a day. Teach him to fish, he'll fucking feed him for a lifetime. I'm about teaching kids how to fish. I ain't about handing them fish. If you think handing people massive amounts of physical things to jump start them is helping, it's not. 
you're just telling them, um, this is my opinion, you are telling them they're not capable of doing it themselves. You are telling them that they need you constantly. You are telling them that in the future, if they need a new sofa, you'll buy it. Well, your finances might be able to do it yesterday, but they might not be able to do it in six years. There's a sense of pride that comes from achieving your things on your own that you cannot give your kids unless you sit back and let it happen. Let them work for it. So I don't give my kids physical things a lot. I give them memories. Um, If they want a a fucking ticket to a festival, got you. There's a lot of emphasis around, you know, band-aiding your past and band-aiding things that make, to make other people uncomfortable. And we've got to stop. You need to throw the fucking band-aids away. You know, just need to start tearing the ones off that are all covering your body and start looking at your shit. And start having conversations with people about it. Start having conversations with your mates. Even it's, I know it's really, the thing that really um, fucking pisses me off is we live in this world where it's, you know, we've had the Me Too movement, we've had the um, Black Lives Matter movement, and we've had the, um, what do we call it, the awareness around mental health for men, right? But men still aren't having these conversations. Because they've got this shitty narrative in their head that they grew up with that came from the generation before them, which came the generation before them, that men don't talk about their feelings. Men don't do that. So we've got a whole lot of men walking around dealing with crazy bitches for wives. Some of them aren't, but, you know, they're dealing with their wives' mental health and their own, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing because it was hidden from them. It was hidden. So they don't know what the fuck these emotions are. They, all they know is they don't like them and they think they're alone and they their masculinity is at fucking risk here you can't sit there and go well honey xyz you're a fucking asshole and not expect them to walk out of a room and say you know and not say anything like if you want to go at a man that's already got shit going on in his head and you want them to sit down and completely invest in what's happening with you and your marriage or whatever, you want that to happen, and them to stay there and talk to you, you better be ready to hear some shit. But most men that are going through their own shit, when you come at them with your shit, they leave. They literally will get up and walk out and have nothing to say. I know there's some men listening that are like, fuck yeah, I do. I just fucking walk out on it. It's like, you know what? Can't fucking do this right now. Bounce. How the fuck is your partner or your man supposed to process your shit when he's been told he's not allowed to process his own? We want men to be masculine, and, but we want them to be emotionally available. Pick one. Pick one. I mean, you can have both. You can have both. But you can't sit there and say, oh, I need a man that's a protector and he's going to do this and that and make sure I'm fucking always okay and, and he's going to have my back and be staunch. But then be like, I need him to be as sensitive 
It's a fucking unicorn. You're asking a bit much, guys. Straight up. You just are. In order for these men to have emotions, they've got to be able to sit with them by themselves quietly and fucking deal with that. You know, men are thinkers. They're not talkers. They think a lot. But like I said, the mind will lie to you. So in all this thinking time they've got, they're lying to themselves saying, no, I'm not a fucking man if I'm fucking crying about this shit. Bitch, cry. I don't care, man. Just for me, cry. Because we've lived in a society where there are men and there are women. And women are out there going, we want equal rights and we want this and we want that and we can do anything a man can do. But men, where's their equal rights in this arena, in this healing space? Where's their equal rights? They don't get any. Society's only changed one way. It should be men can do anything women can do. Men should be able to have a fucking hormonal meltdown and cry. And grab their abdomen and start going, it's just hurting. Like, why can't they? Because they don't have a period. Well, okay, then yeah, it's not hurting physically. But why can't men once a month, for a week, be an emotional wreck? Have their man period or whatever the fuck. You wanna why you wanna know why your man's not fucking checking in? Because he doesn't fucking know how. Cause he's come from the space of you don't do that. You wanna know why there's so many mad as fuck men in this world? Because they just don't know how to deal with their shit. And because they don't have the experience of their mates going, Oh bro, I tried counselling, it was real good, and oh yeah, bro, I went here and I did this, it was oh fuck bro, I went to this meditation session, it was great. They don't do they don't have these conversations. My goal is for men to start. My goal is for men to start having these fucking conversations. You want some support with your mental health? Give it to them too. If you're in a relationship wanting support, give as much as you're going to get. That's that's how that works. If your partner's just completely fucking checked out and it's just an arsehole, well then that's a bit different. But we want to be, as women, delicate little flowers that fall apart at the drop of a hat and our emotional needs need to be met, but our men can't do the same. But then we're supposed to be looked upon as self-sufficient, stable, and have got this, and we are independent women. Do you know what a massive head fuck that is for anyone? The thing is, it's okay for me to go out there and break all this fucking generational rage and anger and stuff, but... It can't be just women that do that. We need like men and women doing that, working as a team together to push through that. Because there's a lot of men out there raising children on their own that are trying to stop this fucking shit from moving forward in the generations. We get fleeting moments with men where we see their vulnerability, very fleeting. And we don't say anything. We just let the moment pass. Why don't we celebrate that? Why don't we show them that that shit's okay? Because we're so fucking wrapped up in society's bullshit that this is what fucking happens. Men will come to you and say, I actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. I actually don't know how to process this shit. All I know is to hide in my shed, work on my shit and just 
fucking zone out. All I know is, is to sit down with my mates, drink a few fucking JDs and happy days, like I'm just gonna get drunk and just figure I don't have it, I've got problems, or I'm dealing with shit. You wanna talk about bearing shit right deep down? Yeah, bro, go there. <laughs> go to Manland. <laughs> That's where they bury all their shit. It's like a whole universe where men bury their shit, I swear to God. But the thing is, is that this is why it's important as women that we handle our own mental health. You cannot go and hand your mental health onto somebody else and tell them to fix it, especially your partners, whether you're gay, straight, by whatever the fuck it is, however you are navigating your relationships. You cannot handle that to someone else. You can't say to your partner, hey bro, fix me, even though they don't know how. How how are they going to know? You don't know. Hey, unpack my path for me and sort through it, please. It's not a fucking six boxes in your garage, mate. You have to do this shit yourself. You just fucking have to. There are a lot of angry men out there in this world because fucking they can't fucking cry. They can't cry. They're not allowed to cry. The world is turning itself inside out right now. And men can't even have a fucking opinion because it's probably not right. You can't expect a man to be in touch with your emotions but then not be in touch with his own. If you're not creating space for them to be in touch with their emotions then you have no business asking them to be in touch with yours. So when we unpack as women when we unpack our shit it looks a whole lot different to us than it does to them. This whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing is fucking real man. It is very real. Human beings are human beings, but we are conditioned in different ways to, to run our agendas in different, in different ways, to have our life a, a whole different way to a man's. It's just how it is. Is it right? No. We can ring a friend and have a mental breakdown and scream and cry. When was the last time you became aware of a man ringing his mate and start crying and screaming? I can, I can honestly say never, for me. Relying too heavily on your partner to unpack your past or even part be a huge part of your healing process is ridiculous. They can be there. They cannot do for you. They cannot understand. They cannot empathise. They cannot do it for you. You have to fucking do this yourself. And if you're a mother of sons, here is your opportunity to break this ugly narrative that boys don't have feelings. Bullshit. It's time we start, like, being quite open about our shit. You know, like, just being open. Checking in with your boys. Checking in with your men in your life. Checking in with everybody. I'm worried about you and how you are coping under this kind of pressure or under this scenario or, you know, and making it okay to talk. And being supportive, but also making it okay for men in your world to have these emotions because 
you are you may not benefit greatly from these movements that you make you're unpacking your past and that's going to help the generations moving forward but then you're slowly working with the men in your life to create this new space where we're breaking these old ugly fucking generational fucking curses if you please of men not being able to have emotions and not being able to speak about them and not be able to ring a mate screaming and crying and carrying on like an arsehole but you can start breaking it now so that your grandchildren and great-grandchildren don't have to fucking live this shit. I'm not saying walk up to your husband and go, bitch, cry. Because <laughs> they're not going to cry, I promise you. But looking at unpacking your past and being open about it. Be open with those that are close to you to some regard. Be open, be vulnerable. Because you're showing people it's okay to be that around you. And then we're starting the conversations. And these conversations are really fucking important. Okay, because we need to normalise healing. We need to normalise self-healing. We need to normalise men having conversations about this shit. And we need to normalise emotions. So that we're not fucking sitting here an angry, rageful group of assholes that are ruining our lives and doing nothing for our kids' futures and grandkids' futures, right? So that's that's a huge responsibility, but it's something we've got to start tackling. See, when you're doing healing, you're not just doing one thing. You're actually doing a fucking multitude of things and you don't realise it. It's just happening around you. Unpacking your past is is really good because what it does is it A, helps you heal, but B, lets you see red flags that you didn't see before so that you're not set to repeat this bullshit behaviour, this bullshit pain. You're never going to be pain free. But you're at least going to have some fucking understanding of how to navigate and work through your shit. You're at least going to have a support around you that's healthy, that's understanding and that's on that same level as you when you're having a rough time. You're going to have that. That's amazing. Creating space for yourself and for others is a huge, huge gift. And it's one that shouldn't be given out lightly. And I know for some of you, you're in this space and you're starting to feel you're starting to get emotions you're starting to you know you're not numb to shit anymore and you're starting to feel and it's scary it's scary because it's new (laughs) it's like oh I'm crying what the fuck (laughs) oh I fucking don't like this and then you go further and further into that crying to the point where you actually cannot stop yourself and there's just snot and tears and you're just a mess and your head's pounding this is uncomfortable you don't know it it's normal it's so fucking normal A thousand people can tell you you're going to be okay, but the only person that really, really, opinion that matters on this really is is yours. A hundred people can say to you, you're going to be okay, bro, but until you can say it to yourself, it doesn't mean shit. Wow, that was a long way around that one, wasn't it? (laughs) But it's true. You've got to be able to say, hey, I got this. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. 
I'm not going to be okay in the beginning, but I'll get there. There are a lot of men sitting there on a lot of fucking painful moments. But their manhood has been put into question time and time again. And unpacking that's going to be hard. Understand that while you're unpacking shit, the people around you could be unpacking shit too, and you've got to give them some space. You've got to give yourself space. This is where your boundaries come into play. (coughs) Going back and looking through and sifting through hard shit, it's just, it's so fucking necessary. Because eventually that pile of shit's going to fall on your head. It's going to catch up with you and you can be so far into your healing and it can be all undone. With one wrong smell that triggers something that hurts. One wrong word, a voice, someone's voice. The way someone's hair blows in the wind and it will trigger you. A dumb, stupid fucking thing like that will trigger you and all the work you've done is undone. So don't dodge the parts that you don't want to do. you got to do it all. Live in the moment. Plan for the future. Deal with your past. Boom, boom. But it's just got to be that way. I'm not here to pussyfoot around it. I'm not here to fucking tell you what you want to hear. It's just got to happen. Everyone goes, oh, well, I want to go to a therapist that asked me about my childhood. Because your fucking childhood matters. Is that not where you started? This journey? Or were you just born 33 years old, bro? Those events have shaped you into the person you are today. Those events are the things that are the reasons why you do what you do now. Why you allow behaviours that you allow now. Why you're in the position you are in now. It shapes you. And when you go back and look, you will get a massive understanding of yourself, a greater understanding of yourself. We can't keep burying shit. Okay, there's only so much room to bury shit before it's, you just can't. I do say, you know, make it about yourself and be selfish. And I 100% back that statement. You do need to be selfish in this time, but it doesn't mean you need to be an absolute prick either. And not mindful of this process and how it's affecting others around you that are closer in your home, your kids and your partner. Allowing them space to go through what they're going through too. It's not just about you. You're not the only person going through shit in your home. And I say be transparent. Let people see the process. Let them see the process, especially your kids. How many times I say to people, you know, how did you not break down and cry? Oh, I didn't want my kids to see me sad. Oh, so you're you're never sad? Oh, I just, you know, I want them to see me as a pillar of strength. Oh yeah, so they're going to grow up with this ugly fucking shit too, being a pillar of strength. This is why we don't have emotions. This is why people are mad. Because everyone wants to be a pillar of fucking strength. So we raise our kids thinking that crying's bad. And then you wonder why they can't process emotions. They can't process emotions because they don't fucking see them in you. You're teaching them how to process emotions. That's your job as a parent, is to teach your kids how to process emotions. Identify emotions. And if you're just sitting there going, fucking shame them, this staunch face of everything's okay, well then that's, that's, that's what they learn. 
And then we've got a generation of kids running around with fucking emotions not knowing what they are. And repurposing them to something else. And then we sit there and say, hey, the next generation's fucked up. (laughs) Of course they fucked up. We fucked them up. My kids know when I'm not having a good day, man. My kids have seen me break down and cry and snot. They have seen me literally lose my shit. And you know what I've done? Created a space here where it's safe for them to do the same. And I'm raising boys. I'm raising men. But it is, this is their home. They should be safe here. My sons do some dumb shit. But they're amazing fucking humans and they're fully connected with themselves. I'm not saying they're out there having emotional breakdowns, but I'm saying they know emotions. And the parts that don't know, they're learning. But how are you supposed to show your kids the way when they're adults if they've never seen you in the struggle? They're not going to believe that you know what the fuck you're doing. They're not going to believe you that the shit you're saying works because they haven't seen you put it into play. My kids have seen me vulnerable. They have seen me incredibly vulnerable. And so they should. Just because I'm a parent, it doesn't mean I've fucking got this. I don't fucking have shit, man. I, I, I'm doing the best I can here. Like I say to my kids, man, you know, I'd get a C for parenting. I'd get a C, and I'm fucking proud of that C, bro. Like, seriously, I'm proud of that C. I'm a human being, that's just how it is. I'm not going to fucking nail it all the time. I just honestly feel like we live in this world where we are told just to fucking don't worry about it. Just ignore the past. You know, oh, it happened, there's nothing you can do to change it. Just fucking move on from it. Move on how? Just forget. If we could just forget shit, that would be amazing, but we don't. This just forget narrative is what's fucking hurting our generations. It's what's hurting people. Do you know that you're, just forget about it, probably, you know, when someone comes to you and they say, Oh yeah, but just forget about it. Just forget about it. It's in the past. Do you know that can pro- that can actually be more hurtful than the event they're talking about? Because they're saying, "Oh, your feelings don't matter. Don't worry about it. Just forget it. Your feelings don't matter. Let's just make the scar away and let me put a bandaid on it." It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's 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 absolute utter fucking bullshit. So when you're in this space and you are unpacking your shit and you're going back and you maybe get confrontational with people in your past, you may sit your dad down and say, bro, you fucking put your hands on me and that shit was not okay and it fucked me up and you want to have that moment? Go and have it. Don't go beating your dad up. But what I'm saying is, is if someone says to you, it's in the past, walk away, I'm not accepting that. I know where it is, for you, because that's where you want it to be, but for me it's here, it's here, 
I'm living the fucking bullshit from that. I'm dealing with the emotions from that moment in real time right fucking now. So don't tell me that shit's in the past because you know what? I'm dealing with the real life emotions right fucking now. So for me, it's not in the past. So we're dealing with it. Don't let people dismiss your emotions. If you need to to talk to people about this stuff that's happened to you, you talk to them straight up. They want to continue to dismiss you. They continue to put up the boundary higher and higher of don't fucking come near me because you don't give a fuck about my emotions and you're set to repeat this fucking bullshit behaviour in another way. Pain. People don't realise, oh, it's in the past. Can It's in the past and out of your life forever. You hear that too many times, you, you bounce. You're like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. Because you don't give a fuck about me. You never have. You don't want to deal with me and my emotions. You don't want to deal with the fucking immense amount of fucking pain that I've got to deal with from your actions or whoever else's actions. So I'm out. And then they sit there and go, oh, see? Oh, oh living in the past. No, mate, I'm living in the right now. And right now you're a fucking asshole. I woke up, it's, it's all perception, like I woke up the other day, I went down to Port Arlington and stayed with my my dear friend who's editing my book, it's all perception and this poor love, she got to, she jumped, I jumped in her bed, we crashed out on her bed together and she has never ever done that with me so she didn't understand that when I say goodnight I literally go to sleep and like immediately, it's an immediate response, goodnight is asleep and no doubt I fucking and I know I snored because I woke up a bit congested because I was super tired and the poor thing she got some sleep but probably not the required amount um because I'm not a fucking dream boat to sleep with I'll tell you right now I am not (laughs) and I wake up in the morning and I'm in this beautiful town and I get up and I go outside and it's fucking sunny day and I step out there and the view was beautiful that's what I'm talking about perception right the view was beautiful and I'm I'm tired right I'm tired my eyes are swollen and puffy and I look around and there's fucking people exercising right there's fucking people riding bikes walking dogs running and I'm like trying to wake up and I'm sitting there going well <laughs> you know and this is perception I've woken up and gone what a beautiful day to sit in the fucking aircon and these guys have woken up and gone, what a beautiful fucking day to go for a run. Fuck that. They ruined my view that morning. I'm telling you right now, these people ruined my view. I was like, this is beautiful. It's so pretty out here. Bah. Fucking runners. <sighs> you know? I want you this week to focus on your perception. Okay? Perception. What is your perception of an event? So I want you to go back. Take time out of your day. And I mean it. I really mean this, right? I want you to consciously take time out of your day to go back and look on an an event. And not the big hard ones, start with the smaller ones and look at it from your view now. Look at your perception. Look at your, your, your view on it now as an adult and maybe then come round behind that and what your perception of it was as a child. Okay? So we want you to look from both angles child and now because when you're healing 
something from your childhood, you need to go actually back into that childhood space and mind and understand that the trauma will happen to a child's brain, it happened to a child's mind, it happened to a child's soul, not yours, not as an adult, as, as a child. So everything's going to be heightened. So even if you look at it and go, wasn't that bad? Well, it wasn't that bad to 34-year-old you. But when you go and put yourself into 7-year-old you's body and understand, see what I mean, perception? That's what we're going to do this week. I want you to pick one thing that you've, you know, it's not something super hard, something, you know, start off with something a bit smaller. Put yourself in the perception, okay? Put yourself in, okay, from 33-year-old me, I didn't have much to complain about. But from 7-year-old me, that shit hurt. That shit scared me. That shit whatever. And go through it. Fucking write it down. Write it down. I mean, fucking forgive yourself for having pain for that scenario or situation because you were a little, you were a kid. Of course that shit's scary, it's not going to scare a 33 year old, but it's going to fucking scare a 7 year old. And just because it is, what, 24 or 26 years old, it doesn't mean it doesn't fucking hurt. It hurts. We're not only healing us as adults, we are fucking standing up for and healing and protecting uh, the, the children, the child before us that, that child that we couldn't do shit for because we were little start looking at things from that perspective from that angle okay well 33 year old me thinks I'm overreacting let's go check out what 7 year old me thinks about it so and that's it that's all I want you to do that's all I want you to do okay and write it down what was that seven-year-old or that three-year-old or that eight-year-old or that 12-year-old feeling, experiencing? What was it? What were the physical responses that you can, you can remember? What was the emotional responses? What did you do? And if in that process of writing all that shit down, and I don't care if you're a man or a woman, in that process of writing all that shit down, if you fucking want to start crying, cry. If your body stays, cry, cry. If you are going to have some emotions in that space, fucking have them. But allocate some time, and we're looking at one thing, just one. Turn your phone off. Go and find a quiet spot. When you're going to be undisturbed. And just look at that one thing and write it down. And if you have a fucking breakdown, you have a breakdown. If you cry and you get mad and you have some emotions about it, have them. You're entitled. Because this is the start of going through and navigating the rest of it. Don't force emotions that aren't there. If there are some emotions that you're not seeing, they will come. And understand that perspective is everything. Boundaries are everything. You can be in your greatness. Whether you're a man or a woman, this is what we're doing right now. And we're doing it for a bigger fucking purpose. Any arsehole can go buy their kids a car. Any arsehole can go buy their kids a house. We're buying our kids some fucking peace. And that is hard work. That is not a 40-hour week. That is not a 60-hour week. That is 24-7, seven days a week, fucking non-stop. 
and we're worth it and they're worth it. So if you're not a parent yet, man, you are blessed because you are fucking getting in front of this shit before it's a problem. And that's fucking great. But don't sit there any longer and have people say shit to you that is not right. And if you are a man listening to this, bro, fucking share. Fucking share it. Share this podcast as a, as a conversation starter. Say, bro, I'm going to send you this podcast. I want you to fucking tell me what you think of this bitch. You can say however you want. But there's a section in there about me and I want you to listen to it and fucking tell me what your thoughts are. And open that conversation. We are privileged as women. We're allowed emotions. And that's disgusting in itself. Alright guys. That's our activity for the week. And I really want you to fucking go hard on it. Might even pop in an extra podcast this week to back this one up to help you track it. You know what? I fucking am. I am. I think I'm going to put another one up. Let's go Wednesday. It'll be up Thursday morning. Just to track how your week's going with this. And I really, really, really want you to put the time and energy into yourself and do it. Because it's just fucking worth it. It's plain and simple. Alright guys, thanks for joining me. You're with being Ru- You. Here we go again. What the fuck? You're with Rue McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. Don't forget you got a thousand reasons to be angry. And not one to stay that way. Peace out. <laughs>